0: Let's just assume for a moment that senators and congressmen, in all their esteemed and educated glory, decided the fate of this nation by determining the method of election and then using that method for the Senate and the Assembly to then select, elect, the President and Vice President of the United States. Imagine, it's unimaginable, yet, that is indeed a part of the Constitution by virtue of the 20th Amendment adopted in 1933. The 20th Amendment is designed for and addresses a historical anomaly brought about by virtue of the fact that presidents were elected in November but did not take office until the next March, some four months later. This was known as the lame duck president not the new president the old president who still held office but had no power the amendment shortened that period from four months by moving the start date to january 20th i won't dwell on those modifications brought about by this amendment but rather section three where congress can shockingly take over the entire election process the lame duck presidency caused problems such as in 1861. After Abraham Lincoln's election in 1860, and prior to his taking the oath of office, lame duck President James Buchanan, along with the divided Congress, witnessed seven Southern states leave the Union until Lincoln took over in 1861 in March. The thrust of this amendment purportedly solved this problem. But it went way beyond its intended result. Section 3, which in part states as follows that, if between November and January, the President and Vice President-elect shall either fail to qualify or otherwise cannot take the oath of office, then Congress shall declare who shall be President or who shall be selected. This gives Congress incredible new powers that were not otherwise in the Constitution. We all know that Congress has the power to make laws and to control the way the government spends. The power of the purse strings. But here, buried in the 20th Amendment, Congress is given vastly greater power. The power to not only designate the president and vice president, but the power to determine how those offices are selected. This is definitely not something I learned in civics class, and perhaps you didn't either. And isn't it interesting that this amendment wasn't to be passed by the citizenry of the states, but rather only ratifiable by the state's legislatures? To me, something that seems slightly undemocratic. While I found nothing written on this subsection of the 20th Amendment, I can only imagine the rich chaos that would ensue if it were to become operative. Senators and congressmen directly electing the president and vice president Selecting the method of the election as well. It's not that I don't have the utmost confidence in their intellectual integrity. As we all know, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely.